Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 12 minutes after 5 o'clock. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees has raised concerns over the escalating violence in eastern DRC that has left hundreds of civilians dead. The latest attack happened last week at a site for internally displaced persons and their shelters were looted and burned down. One region has lost more than 200 civilians in the past six weeks in a series of attacks by non-state armed groups. For more on the humanitarian situation in Eastern DRC, we are now joined by Joel Smith, who's the spokesperson for UNHCR in the DRC. Joel, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. How bad is the situation? Good evening, Aldrin. Thank you very much. Um, yes, we're, we're deeply concerned about the escalation in violence uh, in, in DRC. Um, just in, in the last few weeks, uh, we've seen, as you mentioned, 200 civilians killed in, in, an, in uh, a spike in the violence. Um, we've, uh, we've seen these vulnerable communities um, uh, attacked in their homes and in displacement sites dedicated to their safety and their protection. Um, and, and as you've mentioned, the, the most recent was on the 19th of January uh, at Plan Savile. Um, the, the nature of the attack is, is characterised, um, is, is becoming quite typical um, of uh, uh, the use of firearms, the use of machetes, um, the, the targeting of displaced people and, and equally those who are trying to return uh, to their homes um, following displacement. Um, their, their shelters are looted, uh, their homes are burned to the ground, um, and, and in the Plan Savile uh, situation we've seen a further 17,000 from that site uh, flee the location towards uh, the, the nearby town of Bula. Um, so uh, in their situation now, they are uh, away from their own shelters and they are trying to find shelter uh, in, in available schools, in churches, um, even in poorly covered uh, outdoor markets where they are struggling to, to meet their basic needs. Um, this includes uh, food, this includes uh, having, having a solid uh, structure around them to, to protect them from the elements, um, simple things like you know clean water, um, and, and then we're not even going into uh, other needs such as medication, um, and then longer term thinking about education, etc., etc. What's behind um, this resurgence and escalation of this level of violence? Well, in, in the eastern uh, provinces of, of DRC, uh, it, it is continuing insecurity. Um, we're seeing power vacuums developed in, in uh, Ituri province, for example, um, particularly in Jugu and Mahagi territories. Um, where the presence of, of government forces have been drawn away from the region towards uh, the, the M23 uh, crisis in, in North Kivu province. Um, so this is uh, creating these power vacuums, allowing the, the, the militia groups that are present uh, to operate much more extensively uh, and, and with relative impunity. Um, as I've mentioned, the, the attacks are characterized by, by firearms and machetes, um, the, the looting of, of buildings and, and uh, burning of structures. Uh, last year, in, in 2022, um, we recorded uh, 1,265 uh, displaced people being targeted and killed uh, mm. across just six of the territories in Ituri and, and Othwele. Um, so this is a this is a shocking figure uh, when you think for each of those uh, that, that are killed. 
tens of thousands are, are fleeing that violence with, with only the belongings that they can carry. Um, and, and these people are then being left traumatized after what they've witnessed, um, often having seen family members and neighbors being, being slaughtered uh, in front of them. Um, so we, we can uh, appreciate as well that with an increase in attacks, um, this has resulted in mass arrivals in other locations where they are being displaced, and that includes uh, existing displacement sites such as row sites, um, and, uh, and we've seen there uh, that capacity um, from 35,000 grow to 70,000, so we're at double that capacity, uh, people desperately in need for the, the basic resources. Mm-hmm. Pope um, Francis arriving in the country next week. Do you think that he also comes with a message that would speak about reconciliation, but also um, how to galvanize um, the international community to try and find a solution to this ongoing violence um, in the DRC? Because the focus is really Ukraine. It's almost like Ukraine is the only war that's taking place in the world. Uh, it, it's it's a very welcome visit uh, to, to the DRC from Pope Francis. Indeed, um, I think he he does carry a message of uh, of reconciliation. Um, I think he he carries a message also to the international community, as you say, um, to to refocus um, and and to to acknowledge that these are the hardships that are being faced um, by by millions of people. Uh, DRC uh, it, itself carries 5.6 million internally displaced Congolese, um, largely in the eastern provinces, um, 1.5 million alone in, in Ituri province, 2.1 million in North Kivu, um, where the N23 crisis continues. Uh, in, in South Kivu, to the south um, of North Kivu, uh, a further 1.4 million. Um, so the, these are conversations that need to be had, um, and uh, and I think with with the Pope's attention, that can that can also bring um, some some progress. Uh, also, I think worth pointing is the um, the, the acceptance, the, the welcoming uh, of the Congolese communities as well to to, to receive the Pope in DRC. It means a lot to the nation. Yeah. Uh, Joel, just quickly then in conclusion, um, I don't know if the United Nations um, also, the the UNHCR, sorry, also looks into why is it that there is so much focus on Ukraine, yet a war that has been going on for decades now in the DRC doesn't get the same attention. Your statement speaks about over 5.6 million people are internally displaced in the DRC, making it the largest displaced population on the African continent um, and the largest worldwide. It, exactly. Um, as, as we're all working towards um, the, the, the funding of these situations, um, the, these conversations are incredibly important to have at uh, not just the local level, at the, at the national level, um, but he, as you mentioned, to have uh, conversations like this with, with Pope Francis, who's, who's able to bring the spotlight to this region. Um, in terms of uh, shining the light, um, of something that is part of our daily work, and, and indeed we um, we are impacted um, across the globe by uh, locations 
that, 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 are, that are taking um, perhaps more of the, uh, of the spotlight. Um, that in in terms of uh, delivering, um, you know, UNHCR is still present in DRC. We, we are working and, and committed to staying and delivering. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. That is Joel Smith, spokesperson for the UNHCR in the DRC.